Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Good evening. Joining us now is a man who claims to have been abducted by aliens, but who also claims to have a witness to his actual Abduction. He is a member and a scientific advisor to a group called the Starborn Support Group, which are a group for people who have had contact, uh, abduction experiences and other interactions with extraterrestrials. And he is joining us now on the show. Uh, good evening and thanks a million for popping on. Matthew Moniz, how are you, sir? I am well, thank you, sir. Matt, your story is really interesting. Um, obviously, this is, has never happened to anyone I know, but can you just take us back to when the first encounter was? Okay, very first encounter was at about three years of age, roughly 1970. Yes, I'm that old. As a little kid playing in my bedroom at night, sheet up and my knees bent, and I put the little matchbox car on the sheet and let it roll down to my feet, picking, you know, just typical three year old kid playing with his toys in the bedroom. All of a sudden, it was this like weird, eerie light coming in through the uh, bedroom window. It was a turquoise turquoise-ish type of color. And then all of a sudden, the room got a very heavy, dense feeling in it. And what does a typical three-year-old do when confronted with something scary in their their bed? They slunk in and put the covers over their head, you know, trying to hide. At which point, I started seeing shadows through the sheet of something walking around at the end of my bed. And then this thing got up on my bed. I could feel a footstep on either side of me as it walked up the length of my body. And it reached its hand behind my head and pulled the covers back. And there I am, nose to what they have of a nose, of this thing staring straight back at me. At which point I tried to scream and my body got immediately locked out in a uh, stiff paralysis. Now, let me caveat this. I hear a lot of people using, oh, sleep paralysis is a form, you know, it's an explanation for, you know, alien abduction. Okay, wrong, because the paralysis happened after the fact, whereas in sleep paralysis is a leftover vestigial result of when we used to sleep in trees and prevented us from just falling out of the trees. So number one, I was cognitive and awake and playing at the time I wasn't sleeping. And the paralysis happened as a result thereof after. That was my first experience. And then I had subsequent experiences throughout the rest of my life. Can I jump in there and just ask you, what exactly was looking back at you? You're Typical, quote unquote, gray. Now, there are several different varieties of them. Your 
wide almond eyed dark colored eyes small nose small slit for a mouth big head grayish grayish colored skin they are now contrary to popular belief they are not all gray it isn't all gray and their skin or at least in this particular one that i was dealing with you ever see an elephant's skin it's all mottled and wrinkled that's more what it looked like and have you ever seen what's known as a rainbow trout we have them over here in the in the united states their skin the color pigmentation has pinks and browns and black dots and stuff it was the mottled skin of an elephant but the iridescence underneath like a a rainbow trout Mm. and depending upon the light direction and your proximity they can look pink they can look gray they can look black and it's more modeled, you know, so depending upon where you are, light conditions and other factors, their skin pigmentation can change. Now, I'm sure you told somebody about this encounter, your parents or whoever was minding you. Did they believe you? A three-year-old back in 1970. What do you think? Oh, you're just imagining nice imagination. Go back to bed. But, but, but no, it's okay. Go back to bed. Did anything happen with like, did they take it away then, or did they just... Went blacked out after that. But uh, I worked... Are you familiar with Bud Hopkins? No. Famous American uh, researcher wrote pretty much the quintessential books on alien abduction. I got to work with him and did a series of hypnotic regressions and got to deal with what had actually happened. And it's a typical thing. They take you, they run you through scans and this and that, take samples, whatever, and then tuck you back in bed or put you back wherever they got you from. And here's another, Let me, I'll try and help dispel a lot of the, we'll, we'll call them quintessential things that people see on the media. Let me ask you this. Where is the most common place that people get abducted from? Well, I, well that's what everybody hears. That, mm. that only is 20%. The average common denominator where most people are abducted, they're driving. 60% are driving. Okay, so I'm going to hear and dispel a lot of what people think, you know, abduction is about. Uh, People are conscious, awake, and doing physical things, and more than likely it happens during broad daylight. And I didn't know that either. So you obviously mentioned that that was the the first encounter, implying that you've had a, a few more. Now, when I was a teenager, I was taken and put into this special type of room that had these particular things around in it. And then a young girl was introduced into the other end of the room. We met in the middle, sat on these, we'll call them boxes or whatever they were that was sitting in the room, just something high enough that we could just plop a seat on. And we started conversing and we were forced to wear garments that they put on us. And we did as typical young teenagers do, talked about music and school and this and that, trying to get to know each other. And, you know, she was a good looking little girl. And uh, me being typical teenage boy, what do I do? I start hitting on her and doing, you know, this and that. Fast forward about five years later in my early 20s, I'm sitting in a planetarium and guess who walks in the other end? The same girl. And I look at her and she looks at me and we both point at each other and going, it's you. Well, Let's just say uh, a couple of weeks after that, we started dating and then we got married. So where was she she from originally when you were both? Because obviously that's... She was from, uh, at that time, uh, about four towns. She lived about four towns away from me at that particular time we were taken. And, And you'd never seen her before that encounter? No. And what we'll call stark reality is what we're, what you and I are currently in living right now. 
So uh, we met on board, whatever on board is or wherever there is. And uh, we ran into each other years later. Now, my case is like that is not the only one. There are literally thousands and thousands of these kinds of cases. And that's my specialty is that's what I study in terms of abductions is these other fellow kinds of cases that where your people are either introduced or they're taking together. Now, that's not the only case where I've met people on board and then met them later. There's Starborn, the Starborn twins. I met them on board and then I was working as a sound engineer at a biker bar and they come walking in and we're like, hey, it's deja vu all over again. And are you ever worried or scared? For myself? No. Yeah. No, because if they were going to do something, it would already have been done. Get my point? A serial killer is going to kill you pretty much straight away. They're not going to put you back go back and come back again you know if they're going to kill you they're going to kill you or if they're going to do something they're going to do something what do you think they want when they abduct you and other people genetic material and for any particular reason uh if i was to guess i would say bioengineering now i can say this confidently because that's what i'm doing for a living right now i work in a biopharma uh i my particular forte is analytical chemistry, but I've been learning from, I, I got people here that are from MIT and Harvard that were professors there, and they've been teaching me genetic engineering and molecular biology. So I know how to edit genes. I know how to take genetic materials and insert them and create whole new other types of life forms. And from the cells that I see them collecting from as well, it's not just my supposition, it's from other people studying as well. They're looking for genetic material. What they're doing is introducing some of our DNA into some of their DNA. And the reason being is their life form, where they're from, cannot fully or necessarily adapt to our biosphere because they're from another biosphere. So what do you do? You take some of the genetic material from the place you want to work in, incorporate some of yours and some of theirs to adapt to that biosphere and work in it use the hybrids to work in it or do something in this biosphere. This is what we're doing right now with the, the uh, granted right now, I'm working on small scale, like yeast back and bacteria and other things. I'm working on small organisms, but I'm, I, I, I'll engineer them to produce something else. That means these organisms that I've now engineered can work in another little biosphere that I create for them. Obviously when you are being taken, taken away, like, are you gone for a few hours, days? Yeah, hours. I've known people, like, uh, if you ever see, saw the movie uh, Fire in the Sky, that was the story about Travis Walton. Travis was gone for five days. I've known Travis for years and studied his case uh, for decades. I've even done tests, you know, I've, I've tested a lot of materials. Can I ask you, you mentioned as well that you have a, a witness to one of your abductions that somebody saw you apparently levitating when you were either being taken or returned. Can you tell us a bit about that? A girlfriend I had at the time, I'll just call her Kim. I had just had her move in with me probably, I'd say, a month or two prior. And I hadn't had the chance to tell her that, you know, I'm an abductee and what that means. Apparently, they had taken me in the process of returning me back. They had inadvertently woke her up. She rolled over to see me about a foot and a half off the bed, saw them standing on the other side of me on the side of the bed, and she freaked out, as anybody would. You know, why is this room filled with this mist and colored light? And why is my boyfriend hovering above the bed? And who are these two little weird-looking things standing on the other side? So at which point, she freaked out and literally jumped 
up standing on the bed, screaming at the top of her lungs, which made the two little guys that were next to me getting ready to put me back in bed. They freaked out, lost control of having whatever they were doing with me, having being levitated. I'm still immobile. I couldn't move. And then I realized whatever was holding me up all of a sudden stopped. And I'm like, oh, crap, this is going to hurt because I hit the bed, bounced off the bed and then face first onto the floor. When you can't move and stop, you know that, oh, crap, this is going to be an impact that's going to hurt. All the while, she, Kim, is screaming. These little things are bouncing off each other, trying to figure out what they're doing to get that. And they went right out through the wall, at which point she looks down at me on, on the end of the bed because I'm finally able to regain my, my motion. I'm trying to crawl back up on the bed. And she looked down at me. What the hell was that? I was like, I forgot to tell you. I'm an abductee, and she's, you're a what? <laughs> At which point, one of the little guys looked into the window, and bear in mind, this window is 12 feet off the ground, looked back in, into the window at her, and she started freaking out, jumping on the bed again, and I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to explain this? You saw this, right? Yes, I saw this. And, of course, you know, weeks later, she moved out. Why do they target certain people over others? Like, why would they not take your girlfriend at the time? Why, you know, you were both there. Well, good question. I apparently have something in my genetic makeup that they want, and she doesn't have something. Okay. Now, my case is not unique at all. As a matter of fact, a lot of abductees, if they have a significant other, the significant others will see these things happen. As a matter of fact, this is part of what I do at Starborn Support, is I help counsel the non-abducted partner. Uh, in one particular case, I had to help a guy that was a um, long-term law enforcement. His wife kept getting taken, and they kept freezing him so he couldn't do anything. And this guy was former military special forces and, you know, spent so many years as a cop and this and that. And he was breaking down in front of me. He's like, I know I can protect my wife from any person, anybody and anything that, you know, but I am helpless when it comes to this. And I, you know, here's a man that you wouldn't want to cross, you know, out in the streets or whatever. Yet he's crying like a little baby in front of me because he feels so helpless not being able to help her. And I got to let him know that it's okay. If you're uh, just tuning in, we're chatting to Matthew Moniz, who is a, an abductee, and he also supports and helps other people who've had experiences with uh, extraterrestrials. Obviously, you've, you've, you know, you've talked about this a lot o over the years. A hell of a lot of people won't believe what you're saying. Uh, and some of the people will be like, some of the arguments against this will be like, how do we know that this just isn't like a hallucination or, as you said, you know, a bad dream when, when, when you were three? Like, how do you, what do you say to people who, who just don't believe you? Okay, how about all of the other witnesses are, like I said, that are there watching are they hallucinating too? Are the, how can you hallucinate the same thing? Both of you hallucinate the same exact thing. And have you ever tried to record an episode? No, on multiple occasions. And on pretty much every occasion, the camera just stops and then restarts later. This is not just me. It's happened to pretty much every abductee that's tried to do that. I, I know all of these you know, situations are intense and unique and different, but having worked with a lot of other people who have been abducted, what have been some of the most either extreme or strange or in intense stories that you've heard of? That's kind of difficult to answer because everybody takes these things differently. Mm. For me, I, you know, I just look at it as, okay, this is an unscheduled dentist appointment that's happening now. Something that I know is 
not going to be fun, but it'll be done. And then I just go on with my life. Other people, they'll obsess over it. When you try and share it, number one, it's difficult to share because it's very personal. Number two, it makes you feel vulnerable. People don't like to feel vulnerable. And when you open yourself up to it, you open yourself to ridicule. And ridicule is usually the tool of the ignorant. And it's not just about this subject. Ridicule in general, like I said, is a tool of the ignorant because you don't understand. So the only way to protect yourself is, oh, it's got to be the, you know, so you pass it off rather than educate yourself. And to get into a more specifics, uh, in particular, women. Women are used as incubators. They know they're pregnant. They've had tests that prove they're pregnant. They got sonograms and everything. And then, boom, it's gone. There's nothing there. They didn't have a miscarriage. And then they're brought back a year, year or two later and introduced to the little whatever they grew inside them. So explain that exactly. So w- women are, are being impregnated and then having their children taken off them. Say hi. Here, now we're going to put you back. Deal with that. As in they're reintroduced to their children when they're abducted? They're, like, they're not reintrodu- reintroduced on Earth. They're reintroduced to the here's your offspring on, on one of the ships or one of the encounters and then sent back home again. Oh, yeah. This happens quite regularly. This is one of the main things that why uh, abduction is looked at as a breeding program. So would there be records of then women who get pregnant here would obviously have to go to their local doctor and, and, and check in and stuff? Like I said, positively identified as pregnant by a doctor in hospital. Sonograms going, hey, and a couple of months later, it's just gone. No miscarriage, no afterbirth, no thing, gone. Then a year or two later, or however long they choose, they're abducted again. Here's little Johnny or Jane. That's half this, half that. Feel free to communicate and whatever. Okay, you're all set. Now we're going to put you back and we're taking little Johnny and Jane with us. You have the physical trauma, then the mental and emotional trauma. That's what Starborn's about, is helping other people deal with this. And it's not just the women they do this to. They've taken men, and it's like, here's the result of the genetic material we took from. So what's overall, then, the, the main message that you want to share with you know, people this evening and in, in general with the work that you're doing through the Starborn Support Group? Main message I want to share is don't just dismiss it. You don't have to believe it. You just have to listen. Just be an ear. Don't be judgmental. Don't don't try and analyze it. Just let the person talk. That does more to help than anything else. Just be able to share. For anyone who wants to reach out and find you online or any of the work that you're doing, where's the best place they can find you? Uh, they, they can contact Starborn Support or I do a regular radio show for the past 15 years called Spooky South Coast. Go to SpookySouthCoast.com and Feel free to look back at 15 years worth of radio shows about this stuff. Brilliant. Well, it's fascinating. Um, Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. Pleasure to talk to both of you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 